0: Elan from Porky's Groove Machine, welcome to the Blue Note.
1: Hey, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here.
0: First of all, uh, how old are you?
1: I'm 24. We just had our first 27th birthday in the band last
0: week. Oh my gosh, you guys are so old. I can't. How did you guys get together? Where did you meet?
1: Sure, so we all met going to school in Appleton at Florence uh, University. So everyone was involved in the music program, and full disclosure, I wasn't in the first group. I'm sort of like second generation Porkies. The band's been around for about seven years now. Huh. I joined almost five and a half or so ago. So oh, wow. Right. It was a few people who had kind of been friends and, and played music together in some way, got together, I know, one afternoon. And, and as the legend that I was told goes, they kind of ran around to see who they could find that they knew and were like, you know, you're here right now. You want to come write a song? Right, <laughs>
0: get in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is but the best because it's more organic that way, right?
1: Yeah, it really seems like it. And that's the coolest thing where, I don't know, these are these are my best friends.
0: Oh, yeah. So you're like a little family.
1: Yeah, we totally are, 100%.
0: Have you any idea where the name came from?
1: <laughs> I want to say it's kind of a boring story. You know, if you can come up with a better one, we'll run with it. <laughs> somebody had gone to middle school with somebody who would had a band that was called that. One of the people who was there originally says, oh, well, I know somebody who had this like really funny name back in middle school for this band. Let me give them a call and see if they're using it. It turned out that they weren't, and and they were off.
0: So you guys stole the name? They're going to be so upset when you're making millions. They're going to be so mad. Uh, I mean, as
1: far as I can tell, it seems like we were gifted the name. Okay,
0: fair. (laughs) You guys are really unique and funktastic. But if you could collaborate with someone, who would be your dream collaboration?
1: Tough for me to speak on behalf of everyone, but I'm going to do my best
0: here. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the, the dream collaboration would be with George Clinton. Ah,
0: uh, makes sense.
1: Parliament Funkadelic, and kind of in the same vein of like him working with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, where it was here are these really weird white kids. Maybe I can show him something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, if, yeah. if George Clinton were to play with you guys, I think he'd be really proud because obviously your music is influenced by his music.
1: Well, so. yeah, totally. You know, and we do some songs by him, or always. Trying to mm-hmm. you know, get people to check him out, and so we're just trying to spread the George. And it's actually really funny. We played in New York a couple of years ago. He was putting out a free concert in a park. Mm-hmm. And went to see him. Someone somehow got to hand him one of our CDs and said, "We're from Wisconsin." <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened.
0: Did he say anything? No. <laughs> Well, the bright side of the story is that he held your CD in his hand. And so when you meet him again and you guys get to collaborate in the future, you can just tell him, hey, George, because you'll be on first name basis. KG, remember that time in New York where we gave you a demo or, you know, whatever, something crazy like that. And it'll be great.
1: Yeah, he'll be like, I don't know if I remember that. I'll think we've never (laughs) met before.
0: (laughs) When you recorded the video for the song Puberty in the times of yore, in like 2014, there were no costumes. Where did the costume idea emerge from? So the first couple
1: years, few Hmm. years of the band, it was kind of a small thing geographically. Mm -hmm. We were playing at school, on campus, or right around Appleton, not too far out. And in the summer of 2015, we decided to to go on tour for our first time. And when we were doing that, we said, "Well, let's make an impression. Let's all dress up." So for that first tour, we all wore dresses. (laughs) And it was great. And then, I don't know, after that, it started changing a little. In, in my situation in high school, I bought this Power Ranger costume with a couple of other friends. And we were all like, what are we ever going to do with these costumes? But so a couple years later, we start dressing up and I was like, you know, I've got this Power Ranger costume I could wear. And I put it on and it just immediately was, I don't know, it was something, it resonated with someone apparently. Mm-hmm. It starts to stick when in uh, November of 2015, we go down to... You know, Guster. I don't know. They have a Wikipedia page, so they seem famous to me. Um, mm-hmm. They they run this contest for like college-age bands to open for them, and mm-hmm. we win one of them, in Indianapolis. <laughs> so we do this show. There's like 1,400 people there, which is like the biggest show we've ever had. Right. And I'm our ranger costume. Squid's wearing squid costume. Mm-hmm. Hot dog trombones wearing the hot dog costume and playing the trombone. Someone tweets at us that night saying, like, I'm so confused and so happy. Hashtag Power Ranger. Hashtag Squid. Hashtag Hot Dog Trombone. And from there it was,
0: well. This is it. This is it. Yeah. This is where it starts. This is the thing now. Honestly, (laughs) even before you start playing, it's immediate fun. With these costumes, everyone feels like they should be wearing a costume. People feel weird not being in a costume. So, so who writes your songs?
1: Everyone contributes songs to some degree, and it'll usually be somebody bringing in pretty like substantial amount of a song.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so maybe that'll be in the form of sheet music, or often it's in the form of you know somebody putting together like a demo, and uh, it's like here's the song. This is kind of how it's supposed to go. I wrote maybe eighty percent. We come to rehearsal, and then we just start hashing it out, and and then we just kind of start playing it, and everyone starts to tweak things a little bit to sort of fit their their playing and, and what they do and then and then the real fun parts we kinda of dive into the details and we start running through things. You know, mm-hmm. someone starts saying, Hey, I'm you know, I'm wondering if I could suggest like what if we did this at this spot and we just changed that slightly and then the horns did this.
0: Dope. Um
1: it's amazing how like these ideas come to life when you hear them being played by like real people. <laughs> right.
0: No, yeah, totally. Is there ever a time when someone writes a song or and you're like you guys are all like, mmm, we don't like that. Yeah,
1: there been a couple times where where we kind of start playing it and it's just not happening.
0: Yeah. You give I mean, it the good old try, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think everyone can kind of tell. I think we've been lucky enough so far that the instances where that's happened, the person who brought it in was like, yeah, this. I don't know, let's put this down. It's not really uh-huh. happening. I mean, I wonder, like, you know, not that turn things around too much but like what's the process when you bring something in for the air or- it's it's
0: kind of different it's more impersonal because it's not we didn't write our songs usually when a person is artistic or um, creates you get a really personal and territorial about your art because it you know you had to go through to like a vulnerable place to write it or whatever and i don't know if it's the same process for everyone i'm just speaking off of what i've known or what i've heard and so then when someone knocks it down and criticizes it or says no it's like no you're so disappointed but here if we like suggest a song and people are like no because you know the demo that we're trying to hit it might not fit the demo or so we want to keep the station going well so it's different you we don't take it as personal whereas you know you guys are writing it like this is coming from your heart inside and so that may be, like, a little bit more touchy. But I guess if you do it all the time, it's not as bad, right? Or if you're doing it within a group of people who you trust, it's better. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, it's interesting that you say those things because, like, in some way, we want to function in the way that you talk about the station functioning where it's like, you know, we, like, well, you know we're looking for something. I don't know if this one really fits tonight. I think right. this is going to be a really kind of crazy crowd. And for the most part, we're all on the same page. But, yeah, you know, at the same time, it's, I, I love how you mentioned the thing about family because it's like maybe if, if we're lucky, we like love and trust our families, mm-hmm. but even then,' it's feelings get hurt super easy, and so we're trying to strike that balance of you know, we've got a job to do, and, and maybe like you all too, like we've got some goals that we need to make, and we've right. got some targets that we're trying to hit, but at the same time, dude, this is my family, and I don't want to I don't want to hurt. Right.
0: It's really hard. Yeah. And to your point, you do want to make sure that you're focusing on the goals of the band and where you want to go sonically, etc. But at the same time, maintaining the the organic essence of who you are is is hard. But I think you guys are doing a great job. So I don't know what's happening in the internal meetings, but keep doing that. (laughs)
1: i like, hey, okay. It's good. The feedback's really helpful. Yeah, no, you
0: guys really put on a good show. Guys, I mean, there are dinosaurs that come out. There are pigs. I mean, the whole shebang, you guys bring it.
1: I gotta be honest, and I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to let the curtain up too much, but the pig and the dinosaur, we had nothing to do with that.
0: Stop. That was You're like, lying.
1: That was, like, straight from, you know, whoever you want to believe sends it. We start <laughs> up, and suddenly, you know, we're playing. We start playing. And it's just like, yo, who is that? <laughs> you know?
0: But you guys just went along with it. So yeah. everybody, it's I'm sure, perfect. thought, everybody thought that you probably brought them because you want to, like, you dance with the pig. You dance with the dinosaur. It was like a whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really amazing. But it's funny because you know maybe we should just start saying, "Oh yeah, you know that was totally us." There's a couple <laughs> people from Boston have, and I want you to bring the pig back. And, then, and we're like, "Oh man, like we're gonna have to start- What are we gonna do, right? I know.
0: Do you all live together?
1: We don't. Okay. And and that was actually not unintentional. It wasn't an accident. It's kind of like we spend so much time together. Yeah. Physically and sort of like emotionally and and we're always doing stuff. We're always talking about this. I think it's kind of our thought that we just...
0: You need some space.
1: Totally. That space, We yeah, we need it. You know, we're already... There's weeks where it was like a show five days in a row with like five, six hours driving in the van together between each show and then we have a week off and then we do that again.
0: Yeah, I can imagine how that can get to be a lot for anyone. I could love a person, but being with them 24-7... Is a lot. I can understand. That's
1: exactly what it is. I mean, I just love how you said family, because that's what it is. You know, you just think about some people in your family where it's like, I'd do anything for you. Sometimes I just like need to not see you, right? Right,
0: <laughs> right. I need to not be around you at this very moment in time, but I will be back. You know, the important thing is that yeah. we always come back together and do what we have exactly. to do.
1: Well, yeah. Well, and it's interesting because I think for a while it was like, you know, we got to get more mature about this and we got to separate our personal from the sort of business. And we got, mm-hmm. and at one point it was no, like we're never going to be able to separate this because we can't. Yeah. We're going to learn how to do this by embracing the fact that this is like this weird yes. mix of like business and family and music and art, administrative stuff. You know, we're just right. going to have to like it and be like, all right, this is our strength. It's bound to you're bound to get get involved in invest mm-hmm. emotionally. You know, and that's the whole point, I guess. If it wasn't that we'd all be like. I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to put down, like, any profession or any, like, thing people do, but, you know, we'd be doing something else. Right, you'd but. be at a cubicle sure.
0: doing whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. It's it's the truth. What would you say is your biggest challenge?
1: I'd say for the band, on an external level, it's getting in front of people. Or not, not like, physically. like Oh. You know, you'd be surprised at like how hard it is to find a place where there's gonna be like two thousand people that you can get their attention for a couple of hours.
0: Yeah. Especially today. But,
1: yeah, you know, it's like we we've been really lucky that when we when we play big when we play shows, we have good reactions from crowds and people have fun and it, it resonates with people. And so our challenge now is just getting getting in front of people. You know, we're we're trying to get into like bigger festivals. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know just like anything else all of that is is it's like some really small percentage how good you are and then some really really big percentage who you know
0: yeah totally you know? but honestly um and and just from experience or from seeing people who have done it it's all also about being persistent and i think that's something totally. that you are like if you guys are persistent enough and keep going and and keep getting in people's faces even when you feel like no one's watching people are watching so right
1: And what I was going to say is that that's that's sort of like the external thing for the Mm -hmm. band, the internal thing for the band that we're always working on compared to the other bands that I've been in. We're we're doing a pretty good job of this, but we're always talking about how we can communicate better. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily mean like, you know, structure your emails like this or let's use Trello or something. I mean, like, how can we talk to each other, given that we have the relationships that we've been discussing? But then kind of like like you said, like the whole music thing. The toughest part there is, I think, exactly what what you're you're identifying, and and I'm sure you know about this too. Like everyone that does something creative, when it's just the will to keep doing it and to mm-hmm. have that persistence, you yep. know, to just be like, it's so. My dad plays guitar, and he like super. I mean, I, I love my dad, but he, like, mm-hmm. doesn't really, he just does it because he likes it, you know? Right. <laughs> and he'll he'll watch people play, and he'll be like, man, that person was so good, it makes me, like, it's depressing. Like, it makes me want to quit. And it's like, yeah, man, like, it's so inspiring to hear people do all these things that you love.
0: Right. And then
1: it's also like, oh, well, they're doing it so well, like, what? why am I even doing it? I, you
0: know what? That's so- human nature. That's just human okay. nature. Uh, you're not the first, or your dad's not the first and not the last. I think I think that's something everybody goes through, and I think the trick is pushing forward even when that's the feeling. You know what I mean? Because I think if, if people on the outside can identify that you're really good because you are, you have you have to know that those emotions and that those feelings are going to come when you see somebody that's really good too, and that what you have to do is just keep going, just to keep going even when you feel like that, which is the hardest time to do that. Sure. So. Well, you know,
1: I mean, I appreciate you saying that, and it's helpful to hear you say it. It's always amazing to me how, like, the I don't know, the road or the path or whatever to, like, whatever you feel is, you know, it's not like you doing your first creative thing on day one is day one, and then, like, the last day is, like, you winning an award or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, some people, weirdly enough, that, like, happens on, on like, day three, <laughs> you know, and yep. like, Maybe they're amazing. Maybe they're not. And for other people, you know, they like land the job at the station two years later. And and that was like totally, you know, I don't know. It's like
0: everyone's journey is different. Mm -hmm. And also everything is not what it seems. Like, it's also important to maintain your happiness while you're doing the thing that you're doing, right? Because you'll see somebody who win the award on day three. And so you're like, well, wait, how'd that happen? So you're on the outside looking at it like, well, damn, what am I doing? But at the same time, they could be completely miserable. They could have been raised their whole lives, you know, in this militant environment that forced them to go down that route. Maybe they wanted to be a scientist. You just never know. You'll be so surprised. That's why it's just so important to keep your eye on the prize. Totally. So, yeah, it's true. Like, everyone's journey is completely bizarre and different and beautiful. This is such a great journey that you guys are on, and you're so creative, and you're really bringing funk back to, to a generation who doesn't really appreciate funk. I love what you're doing. Oh, um, well,
1: I, I mean, I really a lot. We're just, we, we try to know where this music comes from and, and where we come from and try to see what who we can bring into the fold and be like, you think this was fun? And you gotta go, I mean, it is so funny to, like, be in front of, all these people in Wausau and have them all go George Clinton and then like think like, (laughs) man, maybe like somebody Googled him, you know, and maybe someone was like, wow. And like discovered all this great, great music. And then for our part, it's like, you know, where can we do this and like put our sort of weird, like Wisconsin costume wearing hot dog. Right. (laughs) and, uh, And I don't know, you know,
0: right. If you could give advice to people who are trying to create their own bands now, what would you say?
1: We, we kind of hinted at this a minute ago, but I'm going to say it again because as I meet people, like we we're saying, like the, the path is so different and so long and so deep that it's like, you know, we're lucky enough to have gotten to a point where some other people that I've met haven't gotten or haven't yet gotten. And mm-hmm. more we meet people who are struggling with some issues that we have in some ways found some ways to deal with, it's like communication,
0: right. you know,
1: just like any relationship. I mean we're it's like we're in a I, I'm in a romantic relationship with the person with whom I'm in a romantic relationship and then I'm also in this equivalent relationship with these six other people. Ah
0: uh, yeah.
1: We'll meet people that you know, maybe I went to school with or something who are a little bit younger than us and we will say like, Oh, you know, things are going well and stuff, you know. And, and we'll talk about their band and what's going on. And, you know, they'll be saying something like, I just feel like I'm doing all the work and this other person isn't pulling their weight or mm. I don't know what they want. I know what I want out of this. And, and we always come back to asking, well, have you talked about it?
0: Right. <laughs> you know, have,
1: have, have you sat down and said, this is where I'm at with this. Where are you at with this? And often the response in a few cases has been like, well, I, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I know what they want. You know, it's like, well, but, you know, have you asked them? And applied, we can obviously apply this advice to, like, literally any aspect of anyone's problems ever. It's just, like, ask someone else a question and then, like, listen to them when they
0: ask. <laughs> you, you think, right? It's simple. You think it's so simple, but actually it's not. So great advice. I mean,
1: look what it got us so far. We, we all moved. Six of us moved to Minneapolis together to be in this band. The big city, you know, and, and we, we kind of all maybe had different ideas of what, I mean, I definitely had a different idea before making this move of what maybe I thought my life would be. But I I followed this band, and, and not only that, but, you know, one of our members is, is going to graduate school right now, and he's in a really serious relationship. And, and I think us being in a position where we can sit down and he can say, this is too much. I can't keep going, and you know, and us really listening has allowed us to make changes that sometimes aren't exactly what feel like they're the best. Or, but it keeps people in the band,
0: and it right. keeps the love there. Right.
1: The biggest advice: a really work on communicating openly with the people in the band, mm-hmm. and b, and like we were talking about earlier, I think it's all about persistence and encountering an obstacle. and mm-hmm. Instead of being like, "Well, we up. don't know this, or we this," yeah, being like, "All right, this is my issue, and I, I gotta solve this."
0: right Whew. <laughs> right took a lot out of you what was the inspiration behind ham a can
1: man i oh man i <laughs> wish i could give this answer but here's another kind of reach back into the your this song is so i'll preface it by saying that i'm the second guitarist in the band the uh-huh. first one left and we're all cool we just played at his wedding uh the last a sort of chunk of time that he was with us he was living in ohio and he came up for a, a, a three shows mm-hmm. and in those three shows he comes and he goes hey you know i've got this little idea for a song and he just plays like ham and a can like completely done and written <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun i think it is like such a good song and it resonates with people in such a funny way uh, have you encountered a band called the people brothers band from madison no I think, you, I think you'd like them. They're, they are, I mean, they have been like, I don't know where we'd be without them. And they are just Aww. an amazing band and just like even more beautiful people. It sounds cliche to say, but in their case, it really is so right. true. And I recently got a chance to sub with them on guitars. Uh-huh. And we went down to Rochester, Minnesota, and I played this show with them. And Porky's had played there about a year ago. And this guy comes up to me and goes... Hey I saw you last year here with Porkys and we bought that CD and I just want to say my daughters you know little kids, whenever we're in the car they always want to hear ham in a
0: can Oh <laughs> that's it's, how you know it's good I know you know
1: <laughs> it's a perfect song and and, and and we we feel so lucky to have it you know
0: Oh my gosh and the video please it's just uh, it's great it's hilarious it's, please watch well, watch the ham in a can video everybody <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you mentioned it because so we've got a new record coming out, mm-hmm. probably in about March. Nice. Uh, we're the spring. We're gonna try to just like explode it. and We'll be back in Wausau and everything with the new album. But we're Yay. making a bunch of videos. Hopefully to step up. We're making four or five videos for a bunch of these songs. And we were we were out filming one yesterday and it was like uh excuse me sir can you move your car out of this alley (laughs) we're we're trying to film a music video where there's a hot dog jumping out of a dumping like grabbing a bag of lettuce that somebody's handing him from inside a dumpster in this alley
0: (laughs) the fact that you went through the whole explanation (laughs) and he was like sure okay Well, he'll understand when he sees the video. Um, Oh, where are you going to be performing this weekend? Let the people know. Okay. Yeah.
1: So we are going to be at Malarkey's right on the square, Mm -hmm. downtown Wausau. Uh, We're going to be there for their Halloween party. We've been at Malarkey's a bunch of times, but this time it's it's Halloween and they just put up a video of what the bar looks like. They just decorated it. It's so, it looks crazy and amazing. It's going to be a great party. We're going to be there with, with an amazing band from Minneapolis that that is coming with us. They're called Jaden James and The Hunger.
0: Nice. And uh,
1: they're led by, yeah, they're fronted by this incredible singer, Jaden James, and she's an amazing singer and musician and performer and so we're really lucky that we're doing a show here in Minneapolis with them on Friday and then they're coming to Wasa with us on Saturday. Last year, we didn't change our costumes for Halloween and nobody was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> every. every- like, people were like, you didn't dress up for Halloween? And we were like,
0: what do you mean? People were probably expecting uh, you to be normal that day. Because, you know, since you're always dressed up, like this is your day to be just <laughs> regular folk. Right. Or something, so, something crazy. So
1: I'm not going to say
0: anything, but it's Halloween, so we'll see what happens. Oh, so there's a surprise. <laughs> we don't know if you're going to be the ranger that day. You might switch it on up on us. Okay. Good so, to know. <laughs> Good to know. Okay, so where on social media can people find you?
1: Super easy. We're the only Porky's Groove Machine on the internet, and maybe in the universe. Amazing. So, so you can find us on Facebook slash Porky's Groove Machine on Instagram, Instagram, you know, at Porky's Groove Machine. You can find us on YouTube slash Porky's Groove Machine Bandcamp. If you Google Porky's, or just you know, on Porky'sgroovemachine.com dot com.
0: So last question weirdest song on your ipod go
1: oh my god uh,
0: or the song what? that we wouldn't expect you to like
1: oh the song that you wouldn't expect me to like okay okay <laughs> there's a song by a guy named josh thompson like a super nashville country country artist <laughs> And this guy has this song where, I don't want to start anything with Josh Thompson, but the, the tagline of the song is, we're about John Wayne, Johnny Cash, and John Deere way out here. Oh. And it's like, my, my family, like, my family's Jewish, and my parents are from Mexico.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's oh. Like, yeah. So we're, we're not about John Wayne, Johnny Cash, or John Deere. <laughs> No. And, and I'm like, man, where is this guy Josh Thompson from? And it turns out, like, I grew up right outside Milwaukee, and he was from the town over. Ah. And so I spent, like, so much time showing people the song and being like, this is ridiculous, or that I just, like, like the song now. I'm yeah. Like, so no. Fun.
0: Yeah. You're to- first of all, you're totally invested guess, at this point.
1: I guess I just gotta ask, what's that for you?
0: Oh. I want to say, oh my gosh, wow. You know, as an interviewer, you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun question to ask. Until it's turned right back around on you. <laughs> and now you're like, what the heezy. Oh, okay. Paris Hilton, Stars Are Blind from like 2001. Wait. Yeah, you. Pro- it's like a stupid bubblegum pop song. She's barely even singing. But I just love it. I love it so much. And uh, I don't care. Judge me. I oh, just, I love it. All good.
1: <laughs> Okay, so I guess I'll turn it well, I'll turn it slightly. What are you listening to right now that you're, like,
0: psyched about? Well, I'm really into hip-hop. So there's an artist his name is Rolling Stone P, um, and I really okay. like his stuff. And I like a lot of Spanish music, like J Balvin, who's crossing over now. But sure. And I really love you guys, obviously, because I reached out to you a gajillion times. Um,
1: oh, my God. I honestly can't tell you what it means. Like, that's it. You know, and not to be like, I feel like in some way you, you have some appreciation of like what you're doing and what you you know, what level you're at. But it's so cool when it resonates with other people and, and when they enjoy it, and especially when it's something like this, where like, again, I, clearly we take it seriously. But right. it's like, it, you know, the whole thing still makes me laugh. And that's why I think we're all doing it. And so when people, like when it resonates with people, it's like, man, this is a, this is me being goofy with my friends and like it means something to other people. It's like the most yeah. amazing.
0: You're enjoying what you're doing and people are, are, are connected to you. So what else can somebody ask for? And honestly, like I'm not a big funk person. Dave, on the other hand, yeah. he's a huge funk fan. Loves Earth, Wind & Fire, Parliament Funk. He's just a, a funk master flex is what he is. <laughs> but when i heard you it's it was electrifying honestly so we we really had a good time and you guys really put on such a great show so i applaud you for putting your music out into the universe and letting us have some of it and it was a pleasure talking to you alan
1: oh my god you too and i guess now knowing this about each other we could now do the whole we do the whole interview again in spanish
0: (laughs) yeah oh you speak spanish
1: yeah and and i don't want to assume do you Uh, yeah of course yeah, pues mira, ya
0: lo hacer otra vez. No! Yo, shut up. You, I just thought you were white, white. No offense. <laughs> well, Was that racist? I mean, it's all,
1: ah, I mean, I am, you know. I don't, you know, like, I'm not fooling anyone. I'll, I'll talk to people and... ¿Qué pasó, güero? ¿Cómo me dices que eres mexicano? You know what sí? I mean.
0: Oh my God, you're Mexican!
1: My parents, parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, born and raised in Mexico. And, you know, all come from, came from Russia originally, but... My parents, yeah.
0: You're like what Mexicans will call fresa?
1: Totalmente. Right? Exactamente.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I, like, love you more. That's so amazing. When you just hit me with the Spanish, dang. Well, thank you. you There you
1: you, (laughs) go. No, thank you. It's like you said, you know, you never
0: know. Right?
1: I'm like this white kid speaking Spanish to his parents, Jewish Growing up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, suddenly I'm like in front of all these people in Wausau, being like, "Go home and Google George Clinton," and Right. Like, can I get here. I don't know. It's
0: so random, but it works. All of it.
1: I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Alan.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Karina. This is so much fun.